Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with big tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. Did you honestly believe that that Ted McCarrick would would actually face the the consequences on earth for his actions? That former Cardinal Ted McCarrick, who Francis was forced because of public outrage to reduce him to the lay state, for unspeakably evil things that I, I use his name to describe men unfit for the priesthood that caused scandal in the church that broke finally into the public sphere in a very big way in 2003. His name is what I use for that sin. Do you believe that he was ever going to face the real consequences for the things he did on earth? Justice will belong to the Lord with him, it seems. And the reason I ask if you ever thought that, that there was ever any, any shred of a chance of that, is because it has been alleged credibly that his proclivities were well known to Benedict and John Paul II. That perhaps they couldn't confirm the, what was going on, but he was still there during their reigns. He was a prolific fundraiser. He raised enormous amounts of money specifically for the papacy. He was well-connected to the American political establishment. You can find pictures of him with any high-profile politician from until just a few years ago, including former presidents. Very well-connected to the American political system. And it begs the question, a man like that, what makes you think he was ever going to face the consequences, to reap the rewards of his evils on earth? I'm reminded of when James Grine was doing his interviews with, I think, Taylor Marshall several years ago when the McCarrick story first broke, that he would describe Ted McCarrick as being able to hand out envelopes of cash. Nobody knew where it was from because Ted McCarrick voluntarily chose to not take a Vatican paycheck. He never got money for being that due to his being a cardinal. He voluntarily did not accept that money. So where did he get his funds from? No one is really sure of that. You can speculate all you want in the comments below. I suspect his connections to the power centers in this country were very key to his financial success. He was himself a power broker. He could make or break any priest at all. He could destroy a career at the snap of his finger, or he could elevate men to the priesthood. His famous parties at on at beach houses involving priests that he did practically out in the open, none of which came back to haunt him until after the Vigano letters in 2018, which then forced Francis to act against him. Everybody knew about him, and he would on, he was an honored guest among the political elite. So why anybody thought he would ever actually face the music for what he did is really surprise to me. And that's why this story is interesting. Get this headline from Fox News of all places. Now, this is a local Fox News. It's from Fox 11. And it's the, I can't read the headline here, but I'll give it a shot. It's defrocked Cardinal 93 with uh, charges of really 
bad sins against the sixth and ninth commandment in Wisconsin has his case suspended. What, what does it mean to have your case suspended? It means it's not going to go forward. The He was being in the system to face the secular consequences for breaking various secular laws related to sins of the flesh, unique to Ted McCarrick, synonymous with his name. And now nothing will happen to him, partially because he's 93 years old. But the chances of justice being done on earth are now slim. And remember, the justice we seek is, of course, through the actual proper channels. Always remember that. Let's get some details of this story. This should actually make people generally very unhappy. So from their article, quote, a relatively minor legal charge against him from former Roman Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick was suspended Wednesday because the defrocked priest is incompetent to stand trial. McCarrick, the ex-Archbishop of Washington, D.C., was defrocked by Pope Francis in 2019 after an internal Vatican investigation determined he did unspeakably bad things to adults as well as to people who weren't adults. The once powerful American prelate also faced charges that he did bad things to a teenage boy at a wedding reception at Wellesley College in 1974. However, a Massachusetts judge ruled in August that case would be dismissed because he was experiencing dementia. McCarrick, 93, was charged in Wisconsin in April with one count of a really bad charge for an incident that occurred in April of 1977. The charge stems from a complaint which alleges McCarrick engaged in repeated activities of the type, type we're dancing around here, including the incident that involved the alleged uh, unwanted, we'll say, putting of hands on the person as a guest at the Geneva Lake residence. In Walworth County Court Wednesday, Judge David Reddy suspended the case but denied a defense request to dismiss the case outright. A review hearing was scheduled for December 27th, end quote. Now, this article came out just a couple of days ago, meaning his hearing has been rescheduled for the end of the year. Ted McCarrick is 93 years old. The chances of him being around on December 27th, 2024, pretty small. I mean, he, he could very well be there. I hope he has as much time on this planet as he can to repent of his sins and get right with God and to do some penance for the things he's done. The salvation of his soul comes is, of course, of paramount importance in all of this as it is in everything like this. But the chances that Ted McCarrick are going to actually have any kind of legal repercussion from this are slim. And why is that? Because he is so, so well connected to the system. He really is. He is a man of the system. He is a man of that unholy union between the state and the church. That really was one of the fruits of the post-World War II era, the fruits of Vatican II especially, when the church opened the windows of the church to the world to let some fresh air in and to learn a few things from the secular world. A council that was itself heavily influenced by the powers that be at the time. Pretty well-documented stuff, after all. Historic fact that the secular powers were very deeply involved there, behind the scenes, including overtly through the media and other instruments. It's well known that Cardinal 
former Cardinal McCarrick was a member of the St. Gallen group, that he traveled there and was recruited there in the 1950s. His earliest trip that we know of was in the late 1950s to St. Gallen, Switzerland. The point being is there was no chance that he was ever going to actually have anything worse happen to him than what Francis finally did. I wish that Francis had actually gone further than just strip him of his abilities. There is, after all, the all the, the legal institutions in Vatican City that you would expect. The Swiss Guard have the ability to put someone in custody. They have to. They have all the facilities you would need for that. Kind of wish Francis had done that, but unfortunately, he didn't. Maybe because he did, he only did what he did because of public pressure. But now, the chances of any legal repercussions facing Ted McCarrick are gone. It's not going to happen. I am curious what you have to say about that. So let me know in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.